the Korean versus Brian Ortega fight prediction. Dun, dun, dun. Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. As usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys, you can hit me up on Twitter at FightJunkie.com. Listen to me on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, basically anywhere you can find a podcast. I'll be there. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash FightJunkie2006. Chan Sung Jung, a.k.a. The Korean Zombie. 16 wins, 5 losses. Of his 16 wins, 6 by KOTKO, 8 by sub, 2 by decision. His 5 losses, 3 by KOTKO, 2 by decision. Brian T-City Ortega, 14 wins, 1 loss. Of his 14 wins, 3 by KOTKO, 7 by sub, 4 by decision. His 1 loss, Max Holloway, KOTKO. Currently, you have the Korean Zombie as a minus 185 favorite. Ortega comes back at plus 160. Those are straight lines. We'll go, won't go. Five full rounds. Won't go. Minus 260. We'll go. Plus 180. Korean Zombie wins inside. Minus 105. Ortega wins inside. Plus 250. Korean Zombie wins by decision. Plus 365. Ortega wins by decision. 5 to 1. Fighters draw 65 to 1. Isn't it funny how we call him Korean Zombie? Nobody calls him by his name. Even the UFC, he's the Korean Zombie. Anyway, so when you look at this matchup, most people would say, well, uh, the Korean Zombie's the puncher and Ortega's the submission guy. <clears throat> and on the surface, that does seem accurate. But if you look at the Korean Zombie's record, he actually has more subs than he has knockouts. In fact, he has more subs than Ortega has subs. So that's an interesting fact. Although, I do have to say, I think... Ortega's best chance is probably in a submission game here, a grappling fight. I don't really think his striking is up to par with the Korean Zombie, especially in a five-round fight and a pure striking match. I think you saw a lot of those flaws against Max Holloway. And Max Holloway is more of a volume guy than the Korean Zombie is. And I just don't think that Ortega would be able to fight a similar fight that he did against Holloway and take a quarter of the punches against the Zombie. Even though the Zombie has more submissions than he does KOs, he does pack a a pretty decent punch there and he's aggressive and he looks to take your head off. And of course he has that submission game. You don't see it as much. But it's there. It's high level. Go look at that fight against Dustin Poirier. He, it, it's, he's really good on the ground. Now, if you're betting the Korean Zombie, I don't think you want to necessarily see him in a grappling match against Ortega. Because even though he may come out on top there, I think that gives Ortega the best chance to win the fight. In a pure striking match, it's very, very difficult to see T-City doing a lot to the Korean Zombie on the feet. In fact, if you look at his last four or five wins, he really should be on a four-fight win streak. That Yair Rodriguez fight, 459 of the fifth round, I know it's still painful for all the Korean Zombie fans out there, so I'm not even going to get into depth about that fight. But yeah, he could he could be on a four-fight win streak. And going into this fight, Dana saying that the winner probably gets a title shot. Most people are okay with the Korean Zombie getting the title shot, not Ortega. He's been off almost two years since the Holloway loss. He looked terrible in that fight, really got a brutal beatdown. He showed grit and determination, but I mean, it was lopsided, one-sided. And in fact, I believe Jung is uh, rated four and Ortega two, if if I remember correctly. 
So beating the number four guy and then you're going to get a title shot. A lot of people are thinking, you know, if Ortega did win this fight for some reason, he definitely doesn't deserve the title shot. I agree with that. I I think that the Korean zombie has earned a right if he beats Ortega to get the title shot. When you're looking at the line, Korean Zombie right now is minus 185, like I mentioned. He opened a little bit higher than that, 2-1. to one. It's kind of been a roller coaster ride in the last couple of days with money coming in on uh, Korean Zombie and then back on Ortega. For me, that's a tough, tough play to bet Ortega and then take him straight as well because how does he beat the Korean Zombie by decision? I mean, really. That to me that that's a bit far fetched that he's gonna be able to outstrike the Korean zombie for five rounds and win on the cards. I just don't see that. I think if it's a pure striking match, then he's gonna be in serious trouble on the feet and probably won't even go the distance. He is tough. So that throws a little bit of a kink in there. He is tough. You saw that against Holloway. I think that was four rounds of a brutal beating with his jaw broken, his eyes swollen, it was bad. So he is tough, but the Korean Zombie is a different type of fighter than Holloway on the feet. Like like I said, he really puts oomph into his punches, and I just don't think Ortega could fight a similar fight like that and go a full five rounds. I think while he would absorb damage, that damage would show itself a lot sooner than it did in the Holloway fight, and if it was a similar type of outcome where he just can't keep up with the striking of the Korean Zombie, I think he's going to ultimately have to get stopped in a pure striking contest against five rounds. Now, you could say, what if he wrestles a Korean Zombie again? Like we mentioned, the Korean Zombie is very, very good in grappling and submissions. But Ortega doesn't have the best takedowns in the world. He's a jiu-jitsu guy. He's not a wrestler. His takedowns are jiu-jitsu takedowns. There's a big difference between jiu-jitsu takedowns and wrestling takedowns. So I'm not necessarily really worried about him shooting double legs, lifting the Korean zombie up and slamming him on his head in the middle of the octagon and then just running the course on him on the ground. I'm not really worried about that. But I do think Ortega, if you're betting him, if you like him, if you just want him to win, I think he has to snag some type of submission. Even if it's in the clinch and he just grabs the head of the Korean zombie and drops down for a guillotine something he has to make something happen there because if he just stands there waiting for the Korean zombie to give him something that's never going to happen he's going to get it but it's going to be leather because the Korean zombie is just going to keep punching him in the face until he can't take it anymore so when you're looking at this fight if you like the Korean zombie I think you take the Korean zombie wins inside and that covers you for the submission. Just in case something happens and they do get in a grappling match and maybe the Korean Zombie is the better grappler. Who knows? I mean, his record suggests that he can he can roll there. Then you get both. He finishes fights. I believe he's only been to two decisions. So out of his wins, two times he's went to a decision, decision when he won. Korean Zombie wins inside. It's still only minus 105 depending on your book. It's even at other books. And it at the top of it was only plus 105 so you haven't lost a lot waiting to a couple days before the fight to still take the korean zombie wins inside i think that's what you play there i don't think you have to lay the juice there with the korean zombie straight because i think that if he wins this fight it's going to be inside it out of the two of them to be honest the zombie probably has the best chance if it went to the cards to win but I just don't see it. Like, stylistically, this is a bad matchup on paper for Ortega. I know a lot of people before this fight were saying, you know, why is everybody counting Ortega out and giving him no credit and this, that, and the other? 
It's just on paper, this is a terrible matchup for Ortega, who is considered the worst striker. Could be the worst grappler, let's be honest. He really could be. And coming off almost a two-year layoff where he got his ass whooped. Like, that's not easy against a surging Korean zombie that, like I mentioned, could be 4-0 and heading into a title shot if he wins this fight. Very, very, very tough fight for Brian Ortega to come back. And then, of course, that bad blood there. Don't get it twisted. The Korean zombie says he's all business, and he is. But he might put just a little more fire on, on those missiles that he's shooting at Ortega for those issues with his translator and all the trash talk. And, and that's another thing. Who the hell has beef with the Korean zombie? Seriously? Come on now, son. So if you like Korean Zombie, I think you take him inside. For Ortega, again, I don't like the plus 160 straight line. We mentioned everything going into this where he's going to have potential problems. I don't think you're getting a good enough return on your investment to take him straight. I think it's the same thing with the Korean Zombie. You've got to look at an inside win for him. And probably, honestly, if your book offers it, a submission win. Now, I'm not sure that's going to be out there, but if it is, it's probably a little bit higher, if not significantly higher, than Ortega wins inside. And outside of that Rodriguez fight, I don't see Ortega doing that to the Korean Zombie, so that, that was a very fluke type of thing. Even though he's lost three out of his five via KO, most people don't consider him to have a weak chin. Sometimes he gets overly aggressive and things happen like that fluke. fluke oh, I can't even get into it. But I don't expect that with Ortega. So if Ortega was going to win this fight inside, it would probably be by submission. But again, I'm not really high on Ortega in this fight stylistically. Like I mentioned, I think it's a bad matchup. And I expect the Korean Zombie to finish Brian T. City Ortega and then go on for the title shot. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will sock it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.